sa det. Your Jay-Z impression is so much better than mine. <laughs> Way better than mine. I, uh, yikes, man. It's like you're the real thing. Maybe I am. Yeah. Big I'm Rain Carter. Ingested. You say what? My fucking congested fucking sinuses. Uh-oh. Yeah, that weather changed. Fucking, yeah, dog. Fucking went from 30 degrees to 50 to 70 and now 30 again. Yeah, so. true. True. You never caught COVID, did you? No. You don't play. Well, I mean, like, I think I might have had it, like, the first go around, like, whenever you thought that you had it, like, last mm. or, like, two Octobers oh, ago or some shit. Before, before it was uh, hashtag squiggly line COVID. Correct. Okay. 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 Yeah, that was uh, that was like right. It was like January, maybe December at the earliest. Um, yeah. They, yeah. they say they're saying the flu season is gonna be real bad this year. I I fucking <laughs> bet it is. I bet it is. Oh yeah, that makes sense. Uh, anybody around you had it that you know of? No. Interesting. But, I mean, like I said, it's just the fucking, I mean, like, we, like, nobody, like, where I live, well, actually, yeah, 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 this was, this was, like, last year, I mm. think, like, in the springtime, uh, mm. this chick I worked with, she had it, mm. and, like, I was working, like, right next to her, I went and got tested, I didn't have it. Big time antibodies. Yeah, you know, it's, it's the Budweiser. Yeah, 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 they know, <laughs> and you know. Yeah, it was, and it ain't but like no, you've been yeah. hiding the secrets. We 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 give a shout out to Budweiser, more shows yeah. than not. So, yeah, you know, mm-hmm. and I mean, like I know people that back from back home that have got it. I mean, mm-hmm. I know people down here that have got it. Yeah, but like, I mean, I don't know. I've been around people that had it, licking them know, right in the I face. Did. Yeah, you know, <laughs> eating after them, taking their food, eating them. Yeah, you know. <laughs> Just hanging out. True. <laughs> just living the life. Just living the lifestyle. No, oh, yeah, it's just a fucking every every year around this time the sinuses go fucking nuts. Mm-hmm. So this will be the time for it. It's when my skin starts getting a little irritated and Bro. Yeah, man. My fucking hands, bro. My fucking hands get so fucking dry. Mm. Like, they'll get so dry in the wintertime, they'll start cracking and bleeding. Yikes. Yikes. Yeah. Yikes. Yeah, I definitely up my vitamin E intake, coconut oil intake, or outtake. I, I put it on my body. But uh, vitamin E intake. Take care of y'all skins out there, y'all. Your skins. Oh, yeah. No, I'm normal pretty good until it starts to get cold and shit. And I'm yeah. washing my hands so much at work. Right. That soap there sucks. <laughs> it's like antibacterial, but like it ain't. There ain't no lotions or no vitamin E's up in there. Yikes. Ain't get you with the with the aloe vera vitamin E's. Fuck no. Oh, uh, why don't they love y'all? This shit comes from a place called Farm Boy. <laughs> <laughs> it's only right. <laughs> it's only right. I saw a meme, and I'm gonna present it without uh, without any analysis. It was talking about the uh, the vaccine, yeah, and it was saying like, like look at the logic in this, right? And that's that's how it started. Look at the logic in this. Uh, trying to convince the unvaccinated to get vaccinated by getting vaccinated, and then trying to convince the vaccinated. 
No, okay, that's like because I almost fucked it up. So, show the unvaccinated that the vaccination works by getting vaccinated, while trying to tell the vaccinated that the vaccination doesn't work well enough. So get a booster shot. My head just blew up. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um. Yeah. Opinions notwithstanding, man. Yeah, we. It's safe to say we blew this shit a long time ago. Oh, yeah. No, it's just going to be around forever. <laughs> True enough. <laughs> Longer than fucking Grey's Anatomy. Motherfuckers are going to have a book of vaccination records for the COVID vax. Bruh. By the time this shit's all done with. Yeah, this shit is filthy. This shit is filthy. That's how filthy it is. That, like, I can remember when we would spend 10, 15 minutes soliloquies like, talking about it. And now, like, it's... Not even, I don't, I only really look at the news when I'm at the gym anyway, but like, I don't really see yeah. it new on the news. I don't see shit about it. Did we forget? Like on my, uh, on the, I got the weather channel app and it has like a little dealie on there, like a uh, COVID tracker, COVID-19 tracker. Oh yeah. Yeah. And I'll tell you like how many, like the shits went down, down here. Like yeah. back in September it was up, but like now we get like. Maybe one or two cases a day. I do get Google stats about that, like new cases and new deaths. Um, and even that shit got a slant. <laughs> Shout the bad yeah. boys. Um, so, <laughs> hell, I don't know, dog. Everybody, just be well. Be safe. Up your vitamin C, your vitamin D, your vitamin K, your vitamin E, your aloe vera, your echinacea, your ginger. Just don't wash your hands. Don't be spitting on people. Yeah, man. Like that's it. That's that's basically it. <laughs> wash your hands and don't spit on people. I recently watched a video of uh, I'm no, I told you about this. It was a couple of New Year's Eves ago, where I just happened to be in the bathroom where like <laughs> this white dude slapped the shit out this other white dude. Yep. This was right before COVID started. That started right there. Probably, right? Probably. Because I've been telling people, like, like don't take your drinks in the restroom, in the bathroom. Cause Who the f- People do it. Well, yeah. Yeah, people no. Because the doo-doo vapors. Uh, yeah. The piss vapors. Um, but, yeah, it was a bunch of dudes, drunk dudes, with spit vapors flying everywhere, just slapping each other. Like, this was right before the pandemic hit. So, so that's ground zero. Ground zero video footage. Maybe that's why I handle my cases so well. Cases. Yeah. Yeah. I don't think I mentioned it. Maybe I did mention it. Every time I've been tested, I tested negative. But I think yeah. I had it twice. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like I heard like a bunch of false positives, false negatives out there. Yeah. And like most of the people that I know that had it, they weren't like they never had to go to the hospital or none of that shit. Mm-hmm. I think the worst case I knew of, they said it was just like a bad flu. Right, 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 right. I never, I never tested when I thought I had it. I always tested it as like a precaution. But like yeah. the times that I think I had it, I didn't test. I was like, ah, well. Well, the first time was like the first time before the pandemic hit, before we really knew what it was. So I was like, okay. The second time was like a year and a half later. And... I went from, you know, 5 p.m. enjoying a delicious sushi meal t- 
to 6.30 not being able to taste the drink that Shorty made me. Uh-oh. <laughs> oh, I'm shit. like, huh, this shit, why am I not, huh, what, what is this? Um, what, kind of, what kind of magic drink is I this? I swear, right, <laughs> I can't taste none of the alcohol, damn. <laughs> uh, couldn't taste the, the Coke either. Um, Yeah, but that, that go-round was... Super easy. <laughs> yeah. Like, super duper easy. Um, that shit was more like a minor inconvenience than it was like, oh shit, I got COVID. Um, again, I didn't test, but that shit, if, like, I, I felt different in the sense of, huh, can't taste this drink. I'm a little sick, but not like regular <laughs> sick, but that shit only lasted like a few days. Um, but yeah, so I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Maybe it's the age and fitness and the wonders of the body, <laughs> you know, so. But, I still got my taste. <laughs> I still got that shit. Yeah. So we're good. <laughs> That's all that matters. Can you taste the shotgun? Yeah. Do you taste the shotgun yeah. or you just kind of just, you know. It's just there. It's just. <laughs> it just goes down yeah i know i can taste it yeah 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 uh what's happening with you otherwise bro what's new man oh man chilling man was up in indianapolis for saturday night for mm-hmm. show mm-hmm. it was a banger dude yeah shit slapped it was a fucking banger yeah dude we almost uh i mean we partied there until they got done uh Went to a little bar down the block. Part of there for a couple hours. There's about 15 of us that went to the show, so we were we were out hey, there. Okay, little it was a good click. fucking time. I haven't I haven't seen some of those people in a long time. Yeah, Max was fucking there. He came with my to the click. show. Yeah, you sent me that picture, man. I was dead ass in the middle of a wedding, and I said "fucking right" like out loud. <laughs> um, one of the bridesmaids looked at me, thought I was talking about her. I said no, but I'd I'd show you, but still, fucking right. Uh, yeah, right. he showed up. It was it was tight. Uh, almost the Uber driver almost killed us on the way back. Man, I told I told her I said I'm gonna smoke a cigarette because he almost fucking killed us up in here. That'd be my <laughs> only thing with taking Ubers. I hate. I listen. I hate people's driving. Yeah. So tell tell me about this Uber. Oh, she just wasn't paying attention. Pulled right out in front of somebody. Uh... I said, oh fuck, I'm, I'm smoking in here. <laughs> Ma'am, I don't give a fuck about your rules and regulations. <laughs> you just you just attempted on my life accidentally. Yeah. Your car gotta deal with these Marlboros. <laughs> she she was cool with it. Uh, shit. Wasn't yeah, really a debate. Woke up, woke up the next day, man, and it was fucking snowing. Uh, like snowing like a bitch, dude. It, it was terrible. For the three and a three and a half hour drive it was snowing for half the drive. Gross. Yeah, just, uh, I'm trying to think what else. Our buddy flew down from Milwaukee for it. That shit was tight. Do uh, you, when you have, I'm, I'm kind of stuck on this Uber thing. When you when you like take Ubers, do you talk to the Uber driver? I would say what's up, shit. Yeah, you know. Do you have conversations? Ask them like how the night's going and shit like that. Yeah, like general Most of the time, They're just like they just don't talk. Yeah, they're just like one word answer, like yes, no, fuck. <sighs> My Ubers uh, love talking to me. I kind of like, like like it's flattering, but get away often. from me. 
Me neither. <laughs> like there was there was three of us in there. Yeah. Well, four including the driver. Yeah. But on, on the drive there, this dude didn't want to talk at all, and he was driving slow as fuck. We missed the first band. We got to see the last two songs mm-hmm. of the first band. Mm-hmm. But I saw time to get up in there and buy some merch, buy some buy some of the bigger sizes yeah. as those go fast. We took a Uber to the AEW show. Because yeah. we figured just parking would be trash, we'll probably drink, whatever. We took a Uber to AEW show and kind of telling him about, yeah, going to AEW. He wasn't, he wasn't familiar with AEW, you know, because WWE was going to be in the same place the next week. So it was like, it was like a respectful kind of, uh, it was like a respectful surprise to his voice, like, uh, pro wrestling, but like, uh, pro wrestling, that shit, but like, was still respectful about it or whatever. But like, aren't you motherfuckers old? Some yeah, some watching. shit. You know what I'm saying? So I mentioned some of the names of you know who's there. You know, you'll see a Chris Jericho, you'll see a Sting, but Sting doesn't really wrestle. He's like Sting. I was like, yeah, but he doesn't really wrestle because I knew instantly he was gonna go to that that old motherfucker, right? <laughs> but so he's having a conversation, and he tells me that he is that he is a paraplegic bodybuilder. And I'm like, wait, 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 wait. He's like, yeah, I'm paralyzed from the waist down. Was you swole? Well, the thing that really caught me off guard, I didn't really get a chance to look at his shoulders, but I was like, yo, if you can't feel your legs, how are you maneuvering this car so effortlessly? It was like a motorcycle, like steering wheel, like handlebars. I had no fucking idea. Apparently, and I didn't know this. Apparently, like I guess they make like certain. What's the word I'm looking for? Like a cut, like customizations in those kind of in certain cars. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like I can't remember who it was. Am I so blind to this news? I mean, it's 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 not something you come around, come it, across every day. This is true. I never sold a car to a handicapped person. I mean, they would have to get it customized. Yeah, no doubt. <laughs> Call up exhibit. And fucking <laughs> <laughs> terrible, awful. Fuck that. Terrible. I ain't calling exhibit, dude. No, dude. I've heard I heard so many fucked up stories about pimp my ride. <laughs> I like, heard it wasn't the fuck best. These people's cars up. <laughs> <laughs> Like, dude, I, I, there was one they put, like, a fucking juice bar in the back of this chick's car, <laughs> like, in her trunk. Like, what? <laughs> we, I, like, what was a fascination with Pimp My Ride? A bunch of like bullshit in like? the car. Oh, <laughs> uh, here goes a fucking pool table in your back. <laughs> you know Dog, saying? you got a pool table in right. your fucking trunk. <laughs> Like, what is this bullshit? <laughs> Exhibit, I just need a new fuel pump, dog. Like, maybe some maybe some paint. You know what I'm saying? God dog, we damn. got ten fucking screens in a two-seater <laughs> fucking Pinto. I swear. I swear. Like, mm, mm, mm. Me and my guys at a West Coast Customs. Right, you know what I'm saying? West Coast Customs. Hell no! Uh, I put this motherfucking ran them out of fucking business, <laughs> dude. I I don't remember any specific stories, but I do remember hearing that like a lot of people were actually like rather pissed off 
Um, <laughs> it's like I signed up for this. Right. I did not realize this. Like, I don't want no goddamn fish tank in my fucking rearview mirror. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody that- slams into the back of you, fucking fish tank goes flying, chops your fucking head off. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Shit is crazy. Pimped. What a time, dude. That's the shit we used to that's the shit we used to do as teenagers. Watch Pimp My Ride in MTV Cribs. Apparently, you did you see the one with Redman? You know the legendary oh, yeah. one. Yeah, yeah. Apparently he still owns that house. Why I mean, why wouldn't why he? Why wouldn't he? <laughs> <laughs> he was on uh damn, I forget it. I don't know if it was Drink Champs. I'm not sure, but yeah, apparently, yeah, he still owns he still owns that house, uh, and apparently they did like a um, like a revisited edition, and he still didn't get the fucking the doorbell fixed, did he? The doorbell, and he had the same shower curtain. <laughs> they so walked in. They was like, "Yo, is that the same shower curtain?" He's like, "No, no." <laughs> they go back and look at the old footage, and it's the same ass shower curtain, same one, bro. Yeah, man. What a time. What a time. Funny as hell. Ain't shit really going on my way either, dog. Um, got some stuff I'm figuring out, but I don't really like to talk about things until they're figured out. Um, I don't like speculation. I don't like rumoring any window. I don't really like the dirt sheets. Um, that. You know what I'm saying? Uh, the wildest time of the year is coming to a close. So it's that lull between like the busy season and when I'll jump back on the sales floor to, to get paper. Um so I need to figure out what to do with some downtime. I need to remember how to have a good time out this MF. Um, but hell, I still got a show this weekend. I got a show on Black Friday. Uh, Ooh, fuck all that. Yeah, I got a show on New Year's Eve, and I got to schedule somebody else on New Year's Eve. So that's gonna be a uh, a bear. Um, fuck all that. Yeah, I'm man. For like a month. Yeah, I need to remember how to have a good time at this bitch. Uh, I might just go somewhere warm and do some work from there. I could do it anywhere. Went to two shows and two weekends, so I'm I'm chilling for a yeah, bit. True enough. True enough. No, I feel that man. It's just that time of the year. I remember last year we had like a little talk about seasonal depression. Um, I mean, I don't feel anything. I, I guess I ain't really got cold yet. Uh, I don't know if I've ever really been a, a sufferer of seasonal depression. I know a lot of people who are. Um, so, like, to y'all, man, the, the the weather is changing. Do not stop doing the things you like to do. If you work out, work out. If you um, you like to cook dope meals, cook dope meals. I don't... Whatever your hobbies are, man, take care of yourself. Take care of yourself. Self-love, self-care, y'all mean. Fucking A. You know what I'm saying? So... And and do it early before it really gets cold. Because when it gets cold, cold, starting that engine up, literally and, and metaphorically, is gonna be tough. So get in there, yeah, yeah, get in there. Wobble, baby, wobble, baby, oh. wobble. No, I haven't heard that shit in forever. Don't <laughs> don't start with that one. <laughs> I hear that shit four to five times a month, depending on how often I assign myself. Uh, that shit is fun. Like I don't like people don't be realizing. Like I, I, I do. I start every show the same way. I have a flow for every show, but like, not that I'm faking the energy, but like, 
I did this yesterday. Feel the energy in the room. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know exactly how to make you guys do what I want you to do. It's tried and true. It's a show. Yeah. It's a show. So when you see Jay-Z and Drake go on tour, like, there's only really slight tweaks. Only slight tweaks. Yeah. Like, there's a I know, like, set list. Wraith has a set list. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I know, like, whenever Metallica goes on tour, they change, like, one or two songs from each set list. Mm-hmm. And that's out of, like, an hour and a half, hour and 45 minutes. Just to vary it up. Yeah, just every. I mean, every every show changes up one or two songs. Oh, yeah, just a little bit. Don't need too much tweaking. You got your controls no. and your variables. Yeah, right. The variable is the crowd, but the control is you and your plan. And See, if, like, there's a fucking there's a show in Chicago in March, and they're doing two nights. Mm. But it's like it's like y'all gonna be playing the same shit for both nights because might have I some overlap. Yeah. I'd go to both, but if y'all are just gonna play the same shit, I don't know. Right, 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 right. Or even like a like a stand up comedy uh set. Yeah. Like they'll do a two or three shows in one night. No telling, like and then they'll have like the same you know, the next night do two or three shows. Ain't no telling, you know, the overlap. Or if they just get bored with they set, how they try to fix it up, you know what I'm saying? Just just move off that energy, you know. Yeah, I don't know how people like, because I mean, there's bands out there that go on like at least like month long tours and mm-hmm. they just play the same shit. Yeah. But it's different cities though. Yeah, yeah. And you know, any true artist or performer, you know, they figure it out. They they figure out how yeah. to, uh, you know, get it, make it fun, um, vary it up just a little bit. You know what I'm saying? Make that shit go. Make that shit shake. Shit shakers. Shaking shit. <laughs> no doubt. <laughs> <laughs> um, real quick, this news dropped today. Um, rest in peace to Young Dolph, who was uh, shot and killed in his hometown of Memphis. Um, not a lot of details. I haven't seen a lot of details about it. Um, he was going out and just he he was he went to get some cookies. Yeah, I guess I. Well, I mean, I don't know how true it is, but like he was in town to. Uh... To uh, drop off turkeys for uh, Thanksgiving. Damn, man. And I guess he always stops at this uh, cookie place. I guess this place has been there for years. Yeah. There was a video of him, like, last week. Um, yeah, at the cookie showing place. Love. Yeah. So, yeah, details are scant. Um, but, yeah, he, was, he went out to get some cookies in his hometown. And, um, yeah, better eulogies are coming. Um, I haven't, uh, I, 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 this was weird to me. I, um, I'm kind of changing the subject, but based off of this. So I, I mean, I've, I've never, I'm never really a fan of Young Dolph's music, right? I, I was aware of his influence, you know, especially in Memphis and, you know, what his music does to a lot of people. I had an interview today and, uh, I have my DJs or so I should say my interviewees write down to like their five favorite artists. And, uh, this woman put down Young Dolph. And so we were talking a little bit about the news. And I said, okay, you know, I'll be honest. I was never the biggest Young Dolph fan. Where would I start? Right? She goes into this whole thing about what she wants out of rap music and how rappers are actually not really great people. And 
they kind of breed negativity, but she takes what she likes out of the music and how rappers are all really just about writing the melody and you know she takes the the positive lyrics out but you know doesn't really listen to the negative lyrics i said ma'am i just want to know what tape to start with <laughs> <laughs> like what song should i start with in his discography um this is one of your five listen this is one of your five favorite artists yeah and you telling me what you hate about rappers um i did yeah. you ever figure out what tape <laughs> no 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 she told me one song to start with and i dead ass forgot i did ask forgot what it was get the whole tape but i did see a meme it actually wasn't a meme but apparently uh young doll dropped an album to where the song titles were like they all read out to like like a couple sentences taunting some cats who shot at him like track one is called hundred shots Track two is called In Charlotte. Track three is called But I'm Bulletproof. Track four is called So Fuck All Them. Like, dead, like, dead. <laughs> right. Which Fuck. is some legendary shit, uh, despite the, despite the circumstances. Um, but no, man, rest in peace, Young Dolph. Um, you know, yeah, it, it. It's crazy out there. There's a conversation to be had, but not in front of company. So I'll leave that there. Better eulogies are coming, but but salute to the salute to the to the legend. Salute to uh the mark he left, um, you know, culturally and, and his city. Um that's really shitty if he was going to 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 drop off turkeys, man. Like That's what I, that's what I heard. Yeah, man. I mean, it's fu- I, oh it's fucked I, up, I period. Not just side. that, but it's fucked yeah. up, period. So Yeah. I don't know, man. Mm, 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 mm. Um, go ahead. The ones in your city, the ones in your own city that hate you the most. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not much to add to that. Not much to add to that. Um, rest in peace, Jelani Day. I haven't mentioned in a few shows, and I always feel bad for it. Rest in peace, Jelani Day. Uh, we will find out what happened. You will get your justice, um, and the people responsible will will have their day. Under that bright light. Um, you ready to get started, my guy? Let's do it. Let's do it, man. I want to thank y'all for pressing play on episode 135 of the Hard Camera THCCXXXV. And I am your guy, your guy, Juve, J U V, just under your visual. And I'm sitting here with my tag team partner as always. Big Ren, the legendary, and together we are Owen Hart and Yoko Zuna. Big Ren, let him know how they can reach us on the social media is my guy. You got it, go. Y'all can find me on TikTok, Twitter, and Instagram at A Mafucka, A underscore M A A F H U C K A. You can also find me on Snapchat at Moffed Up 316 M A A F F H H. D-U-P-316. Check it out. Uh-huh. 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 Hit me uh-huh. on Twitter and the Instant Grams. At Juvi Desayuno. J-U-V-I-D-E-S-A-Y-U-N-O. Check out the show page. 
Me and Big Ren on the show page, on Twitter, on the Instagrams, at the hard camera. Who would have thunk it? Live coverage, live witticisms, whatnot, here to forth, etc., and things of that nature. But above all else, most importantly, you listen to us on a variety of different platforms. Some are listening on Spotify, some are listening on Anchor. Some are listening on Google Podcasts, and some are listening on Breaker. But wherever you're listening, heartwarming content, heart-building content, content that would probably pimp your whole ride, even if you were just looking for a fuel pump. Content (laughs) (laughs) that will hopefully help us pay our bills. Big Ren, we got a jam-packed show. You know what we didn't talk about? What's that? This show marks our four-year anniversary. Oh, shit. Yeah. Look at us not being good to one another. We're talking about Pimp My Ride, bro. Yeah, I guess Pimp My Ride was more important than our anniversary. All the fucking TV screens in your fucking backseat, dog. True enough, man. (laughs) Uh, Episode 135, our four-year anniversary. It has been a long journey of getting here, dog. Yes, man. Happy anniversary, bud. Happy anniversary, Brody. (laughs) (laughs) Owe you a cake or something. Um, you know, not a lot of ups and downs as far as the show, right? I've talked before about you know the the fear I had initially, like one day you just be like, man, fuck this shit, right? (laughs) Um, but this show has lasted through a lot of stuff, man. Loss, joy, triumph multiple moves i've moved mad times and we still never miss an episode <laughs> because of it nope. um but the ups and downs of you know we, we we spend a lot of time talking about our lives um and so we've documented a lot of things <laughs> shit a, lo- of things. a shitload of things my guy um i want to take this moment too to shout out my homie ryan who just started listening to us um in the last couple of days, he started with the best of volume one, which is a great place to start. It is a great place to start. That was episode 37, bro. God damn. It's like a hundred episodes away. Bro, our first, back. yeah, our first best of was episode 37. It's the first episode we have up available on Spotify. Uh, but that's a great place to get started. So it's what? November, 2021. He'll catch this shout out in like January, February of twenty two, <laughs> depending on how consistent he stays with the maybe March. Uh depending on how consistent Better he stays. Yeah, listen, he's giving us he listen, he um he caught the vibe of what we do really quickly. Um, in the sense of like well he mentioned, you know, he's not he he no doesn't know much about wrestling, but I also told him about the timestamps. But um he you know, he was listening, I was like, you know what? Listen, the same thing we've said for four years, and honestly longer than four years, that, hey, this shouldn't work. No, it shouldn't work But it works. <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, spoke about a lot of, he mentioned you know, a lot of topics that we've talked about are things that he has thought about, so it's good to hear that coming from, from two people, um, you know, and, and one that he knows personally. But um, salute to Ryan, salute to everyone who is uh, stuck with us. Uh Four years down, infinity years to go, man. Onward and upward, and more and more and more. Uh, clink to you, Link. my guy. 
week. Mmm. Mmm. Brown liquor and apple juice. We got a pack. <laughs> we got a pack show, dog. Not only do we have a Survivor Series coming up, which we're gonna give our predictions for, we got to recap AEW Full Gear before we break down full. the show. Man, it was full on all gears, all cylinders. Before we uh, break down each match, though, we got to uh, update the numbers how we did. So first, let's give a shout out to Devin from uh, Clark Street Wrestling Podcast. He was with us. If you guys didn't listen last week, he was with us, spent some time, just gave his predictions. Devin went 8 of 9. I think he's better than us. Big Ren went 6 of 9, taking his total to 68 of 95, 71.57%. You got Juve went 5 of 9. You suck. I do suck. <laughs> Taking my total of 74 of 95, 77.89%. Uh, Devin came in here and washed us in the middle of our home. And then to add insult to injury, you got me up out of here too. Um, Big Ren, full gear. What'd you think? I was a banger. Big slap. Probably the best pay-per-view of the year. Big slap. Better than all out? Yeah, Oh shit! I know their last pay per view. <laughs> I can't even call it honestly. Big, they were both slab. really good. Yeah. Damn. No, uh, I mean, I yeah. wish I could watch the live. Me too. But the life calls. The life calls. I actually yeah. watched it twice. See, I, I, I almost did. I watched it on and Sunday, and then I split it between uh, Monday and Tuesday. Man, um, yeah, what a time. Overall, not a single bad match on the show. No. Um, something had to be last, of course, and it doesn't even matter how we feel about it. But the most I can say is that some matches could have ended sooner. Bill. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Could have ended sooner. There were some spots where I was like, oh, that's got to be it. Oh, why is this continuing? Yeah, no shit. Um, but... Yeah. Otherwise, though, I mean, no. What a what a what a show, dude. What a show. Uh, what was your match of the night? It's actually uh, Brian Danielson Miro for yeah? me. Yeah. Talk to me about it. That was just man. He had to. Brian Danielson had to work for that one. Didn't that was he not gonna be, we knew that we knew it was going to be an easy one, but man, and they definitely didn't make it look easy. Not at all. And, what was that like 20, 20 minute match? Just fucking roughly, yep. Just going in. I mean, hard hitting. Yes, Miro's a huge motherfucker, bruh. And he had he had to work for that one big time. That last five to seven minutes, where none of the strikes were affecting Miro. Yeah, I was like, oh, because we all picked Brian Danielson. Mm-hmm. I was like, oh, sh- oh shit, like, <laughs> uh. And he, he, he hit him with like three forearms and then one forearm to the face and Danielson went down. Yeah. Um, kicks to the ribs, one kick, and, and Danielson went down like, oh, my God, like, this could be rough. It ain't looking good. It ain't looking good for him. <laughs> um, 
But yeah, Brian Danielson with the chokeout victory. Um, so I had a realization as the match started, and more so as the match went on until the match ended. Uh, we talked about it last week how you know Miro is upset with his God. His God forsaked him when he took away the TNT Championship, and he's not asking for God's forgiveness. He wants he wants his God to let to know that he's angry with him, and that like he needs to get Miro's forgiveness. He's looking for the forgiveness of his wife, right? This match, I'll put it this way: by this time next year, I think Miro will be AEW world champion. No shit. I do. I think he oh. will be the guy to take it from Adam Page. Um maybe not full gear, maybe at all out next year. That's a that's a solid nine month reign. Uh maybe double or nothing be either way. I think Miro is next. And here's how I see it happening. He was already at odds with his God, right? So that story was already in place. He came so close to defeating Brian Danielson and, and did not get it done. It took a tornado DDT off the top rope, and then he had to get choked out. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Among other things. Well, he's the redeemer. And That's he, true. He talks to his God, but he only loves, he only wants the forgiveness of his wife. They say that man can't. Do it alone. Y'all know she's coming in. I think we're on the way to eventually seeing CJ. Uh, held to a very, very high regard by Miro. Motivated. Uh, a motivated Miro. Motivated by his wife. Um, and I think we're going to see that journey of him just mowing down competitors. Until he gets to Adam Page and uh, earns a forgiveness of his wife. And uh, God will earn Miro's forgiveness. So you, you think it's going to be another year-long build? Which I would, I'm fine with. I would say by by double or nothing or full gear. Between now, between, or sorry, not uh, not full gear, double or nothing or all out. Between, a, a bit, from now until November next year. I give it a year. I give it a year. Miro is too good right now. Oh, yeah. Too good right now. So, yeah, give it a year. Mark it here first. Episode 135. Mark it here. Stamped. You fucking heard it here first. Fucking heard it here first. Miro, the next guy to be AEW World Champion in the next 365. Um, mm, What was my match of the night? There were a lot of options. My goodness, there are a lot of options. Um, let's start with the opener. Oh yeah, shit. Wasn't that so damn good? Yeah. Fuck. <laughs> two, two of the youngest dudes up in the biz right now, fucking going yeah. out there and just killing it, showing their ass. Yeah. Showing their ass out here. He hit the coffin drop from the top rope to the floor. MJF hit the tombstone pile driver on the apron. The hardest part of the ring, Ren. The hardest part of the it's ring. It's the hardest part of the ring. 
Darby Allen missed the coffin drop and smacked the apron. Like, what's wrong with Darby Allen? Uh, he just don't care. He just <laughs> He just don't care. It's a young it's a young kid out there. He just That don't young punk, right? Um, young punks just young don't care punk. anymore. This match, I uh you know, when the match started, I was like, you know what, I think MJF is taking this. I predicted Darby Allen. Something in me was just, you know, I was just feeling MJF victory. He damn pulled out that dynamite diamond ring. Always does. And won it with a, a headlock takeover. <laughs> what so a like, bastard. He, his shoulders were up. Were they up, though? Because he had them by the head and the leg. I mean, I thought they were up. Mm. Well, they didn't address it on uh, uh-uh. this past Dynamite. What a great match, man. Um, the leg. Darby the Allen knee. may have attacked the wrong knee once or twice, but either it way, worked. if one knee is busted, that leaves the it other knee susceptible, it. right? Leaves yeah. the other one open to uh, open to attack. Um, great match there, and uh, we see where both guys are going. Darby Allen is going to have a match with Billy Gunn yeah. on Rampage. Um, I like the look. I like the yeah. look. Gun Club, we don't see a lot of. I don't imagine Billy Gunn winning this match, but it could probably lead to more shenanigans with his sons taking on Darby Allen. Uh, maybe we get Sting and Billy Gunn. What a time. <laughs> uh, so I don't know. And, of course, we see where MJF is going next. But before we even talk about that, let's talk about that match, man. CM Punk versus Eddie Kingston. Highlight me, dog. I thought that one was going to go on a bit longer than it did. You thought it was going to go longer? Yeah. Mm. But, man, they got right to it, didn't they? Bro, right to the <laughs> shits. CM Punk didn't tell us what time it is. He didn't give a fuck about clobbering time. He was not with uh-uh. the funnies. Eddie Kingston won with the funnies. For such a short build, and we talked about it last week too, right? The idea that not everybody is happy to see CM Punk is a very easy story to tell. But at the heart of it all, the story was two dudes got in a heated argument and now they want to fight. Yeah. That was it. That's all we needed. <laughs> that was it. <laughs> and the legacies of the two guys' names and personalities were enough to tell the story. Right? I'm not sure yeah. if this would have hit the same if it was Dante Martin versus Joey Janela. No. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Uh-uh. So the legacies of the personalities and the legacies of the names carried it enough. It was two dudes got in a heated ass argument in front of millions of people. And now and they had a fight. Yeah, man. I really love the dichotomy of like the crowd, like some of the crowd booing CM Punk. Yeah, no, it was perfect. I think the crowd yeah. just split right down the middle for that one. It showed the effectiveness of the build that, like, two dudes got in a heated argument. They both presented their points. And now you get to pick which side you're on. Are you on the side of the guy who who may not have put in the work but has fought hard to redeem himself? Or are you on the side of the guy who had to call that shit out? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Um, I thought we would see the Eddie Kingston victory. 
I changed my mind once the match started. <laughs> but um, I think I don't. I don't think we've seen the last of that. I think we'll see that sometime in 2022. I hope we do. Um, but we know we're about to see pretty soon. Yeah, that's gonna be good. CM Punk versus MJF. Before we do that, my bad, because it just came to mind. I got to do a quick shout out to the visual of CM Punk's bloody face looking at the hard camera. <laughs> hard. Such an intense visual. Very, yeah. He hadn't had been busted open in a while. No. So was... No, they ain't bled. They ain't bled in Connecticut in how long? It's been a while. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, put my fault, man. Pushing forward, man. CM Punk and MJF. Uh, go ahead. Oh, that's gonna be shit. I think. I mean, CM Punk's gonna whoop his ass. <laughs> that's already known. That's already known. Everybody know that. I'm looking to see this promo battle. I hope he takes that ring, shoves up his ass. <laughs> <laughs> the microphone stuff is gonna be so good. Because CM Punk didn't even say nothing on Dynamite. He just came out there and looked he at didn't him. Say nothing. <laughs> Character work right there. Because MJF yeah. thrives off of getting a rise out of people. It's gonna be tough for him to get a rise out of old Punk. Oh, grizzled veteran CM Punk who just had a fight with Eddie Kingston, based on real things, right? So CM Punk oh, will yeah. approach it as you know the grizzled veteran who came back to the business here to help the young guys, but this young guy. Is such a fuck that he ain't gonna listen. Yeah, I'm not fucking with him, right? Yeah. And then MJF, listen, he'll talk about your dead uncle. You don't care. He does not care, and he's well, got punks just don't care, bruh. And he's got a lot of material, a lot of material. He's gonna go after CM Punk's wife. He's going to go after CM Punk's vacation. He's going to go after... He'll probably mention the, the the stint he did working with WWE backstage. He's... This is going to be really, really interesting. He's got a big old bag for this one. Man. Do you think they stretch this to Revolution, though, in February? Or do you think this is like... One of the many feuds, right? One of the many feuds that gets blown off at Dynamite. I think. Uh, Or oh, go ahead. Sorry, I had an idea. No, I'm just thinking. uh, I can see it just being a TV feud. Yeah. I was gonna say, or is this one of those feuds that they have a match on Dynamite that ends in some kind of shenanigans, or maybe non shenanigans? And still gets continued to Revolution. Maybe CM Punk wins on Dynamite in a close one, and MJF just can't handle it, right? Yeah. Or maybe MJF wins via big-time shenanigans, is the guy to give CM Punk his first loss, gloats about it like a fuck, and then CM Punk is like, listen, man, I'm, I'm I'm sick of the funnies. I'm whooping that ass, right? The, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. It's a tough one. Me too. Oh. <laughs> That's a tough one. The speculation is so fun. 
Because the way AEW does feuds is like they're really great builds, but the one match, the one match means so much. Mm-hmm. Right? Like MJF cheated to beat Darby Allen. He always and, does. Right. But Darby Allen's interview was like, I don't know when, but me and you are going to have another match. But it wasn't so much, oh, you motherfucker. Next Monday on Raw, motherfucker. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It's like the match. That shit. The match that they do hold means something, which I really enjoy about the product. Everything means something when it happens. So I'm looking forward to that. Um, CM Punk's going to have to go through Sean Spears and Wardlow just via the way it was set up. Um, but. Yeah, 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 I didn't expect the Eddie Kingston feud to happen, but we knew we would see this eventually. Yeah. And so now that it's time, it's time. Yeah. It's time. And they're in Chicago next week. Sold out. Sold out. They do good business in Chicago. They do. Chicago loves them. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Because they did all in in Chicago, right? Yep. Okay. Plus, plus, of course, they did all out in like uh, a dynamite and a ramp course rampage. The, the first dance, huh? A lot I feel, of I good work. Chicago more places than anywhere else. I think so. Yeah, I think so. I would venture to say outside of Daly's place. Yeah, um, yeah, I'd venture to say so. So, keeping our eyes on that. What a match, CM Punk Eddie Kingston. It was a fight. It was intense from the jump, um, and that was one. You know. When I started it the second time, I almost went directly back to that match, but I didn't. <laughs> but it was that close. That's how striking it was for such a simple build. Two guys had an argument. They got to throw hands and figure it out. Um, smooth enough. Um, we still haven't talked to main event. Let's save that, though. Um, real quick, what do you think of Britt Baker and Ty Conti? It was good. It didn't yeah. have a lot of heat. It did not. But it was good, though. It was. I think I think Ty Conti's going to be really really good here in this next year. Yeah, this was just a breaking out match for Ty Conti. It yeah, the crowd. It was such a foregone conclusion mm-hmm. that there wasn't a lot of heat to it, but it did heat up toward the end. Yeah, it did heat up toward the end. Although this is one of the matches where I was like, uh, "Listen, she hit the curb stomp on the stairs, Should have been it. and then another curb stomp in the ring." She didn't have to go for Lockjaw. No. That should have been it. Yeah. But either way, good match. Um, kind of hurt by the lack of crowd participation, but they did what they could to get him in there, you know, toward the end, man, for that for that hot finish. Um, let's see. Who do you think's next for Britt Baker? Thunder Rosa. So, because she's in the uh She's in the TBS Championship Tournament, Thunder Rosa. Mm-hmm. Um, she'll be taking on Jamie Hayter next. So do you think she gets past Jamie Hayter? Do you think Britt Baker costs Thunder Rosa the match? How do you think that goes? I don't think she's got any reason to cost her the match unless she wants to lose that motherfucker. Oh, the, uh, like the, the women's the title. title. Yeah. We're going to see that match eventually. Oh, yeah. And it's, it's going to be a good one. Yeah, it is. Um, I guess it's too soon to ask who wins. But, uh, yeah, we're going to see that eventually, and that's going to be good. Um, 
Yeah, the T- the TBS Championship Finals. When is that? That ends in what January? I think so. For I think maybe the first Dynamite of of the TBS era, maybe. Yeah. Um, I think we're down to Nyla Rose defeated Karu Shida. So we're down to Nyla Rose, um, Jade Cargill and Red Velvet, Ruby Soho and Chris Statlander. Um, and then Thunder Rosa and Jamie Hayter, of course. I think we're going to get a rematch of the end of the Battle Royal. I think the finals are going to come down to Thunder Rosa and Ruby Soho. Um, I don't know how they hand uh, how they hand Jade Cargill a loss. That'll be tough. Yeah, it will be. Um, who else is there? Nyla Rose. I mean, great showing against Nakaru Shida. I just don't see it. Um, Chris Statlander. You know, just just lost her match against Britt Baker at uh, All Out, uh, but you know, great talent, great talent all around. That's my prediction for now. Thunder Rosa and uh, Ruby Soho. Um, yeah, this will be interesting. This will be interesting because I want to see Britt Baker and Jade Cargill too. Yeah, me too. Part of me thinks that's who takes the title from Britt Baker. Maybe, maybe, maybe double or nothing. Um, but as you know, long term, kind of early still. Think so. Because what yeah. that's what April, yes, and this is November. So what five months? So a lot can happen in those five months. But oh yeah, we're getting slim on challengers. Britt Baker has been running through everybody, everybody, and those are the two names I'm looking for: Jade Cargill and uh, Thunder Rosa. So I imagine we'll see both. Looking, keeping keeping our eye on it, keeping an eye, keeping an eye. Um. What'd you think of the uh the Pac Cody Rhodes tag match versus Andrade El Idolo and Malachi Black? I liked it, but I'm just over Cody right now, man. Why? You you tell me know. now why too. Everybody's over Cody, but I don't know why. It's just like I don't know, he just it just seems like he puts himself in these spots. Mm-hmm. But it's good. It's just like, and it could just be hard because the everybody booing him in there is just so fucking loud. <laughs> it makes you want to boo by association. It makes me want to boo just because everybody else is booing. Yeah, that's why I don't go out. That's funny <laughs> as hell. That's really interesting because when I was at Dynamite, it was like ninety ten cheers for Cody, <laughs> and then you know after the show it was like Cody, Cody, like. Love for Cody, uh, maybe just that you know, that specific market. I had a feeling that the the, the crowd of Full Gear were gonna boo heavily. I don't yeah. think we're gonna be seeing that as much as we were. Um, and maybe it depends on the market. Well, shit, they're gonna be in Chicago next week for the eight man tag. Yeah, they're not gonna be fucking around. <laughs> nah, they about to they about to get homie out of here. Um, but yeah, no, I like the match, man, because the you know the the story that they told really early was that. Neither team wanted their teammate in the match. Like, they hated being tagged out. Yeah. But on one side... The Pac was not having it. He wasn't having it. And Cody wasn't either, right? But on on, on their side, when they would do blind tags, it was out of ego. But with Malachi and Andrade, when they would do blind tags, it was more so... No, they didn't like it. But they knew it was a necessity, so they for were the cool with it exactly for the greater goods. Um, and somehow it backfired, 
We all chose uh, Andrade and Malachi to take the win, uh, and it went it went the other way. I was very surprised way. about that. I was surprised. I'm going to definitely have my <laughs> eyes on this eight-man tag. I think this eight-man tag is going to be the culmination of at least two of those feuds. I think Andrade and, and Pac will be over, Malachi and Cole will be over. Maybe, excuse me, maybe this is where we get that transition to uh, Cody versus Pac. I hope so. Yeah. This be I very, think I fucked Mal, Mal had Black's injured, didn't he? Um, not that I know of. He's in the eight man tag. Okay. Maybe okay. I missed it. I'm not sure. Okay. Maybe it's slight or minor injury. Got you. Got you. Got you. Um, speaking of the other half of the eight man tag, the Lucha Brothers retained the AEW Tag Team Championships against FTR. Uh, talk to me, dog. How'd you uh, How'd you like that match? This was, I think this was exactly what, how I called it yeah, yeah. on the previous show. Uh-oh. Remind all the flips us. And, all the flips and then the mullets and then the punches. True enough. You know. <laughs> Boy, Cash really got like a the, mullet on him, don't he? He does, man. God. It's a nice, clean one. Man. You, you, could, you, could, you could go ahead and get a job with that mullet. Uh, he could. He could. <laughs> <laughs> nice, wholesome job cranking wrenches. I don't know, like... The finish is obviously setting up for a rematch. Yeah. But uh, it worked. Put the mask on. Yeah. I think it, it worked, worked more for the for the TV crowd more than it did the mm-hmm. live crowd. Um, I saw somewhere that maybe Dax was a little knocked out, a little injured. He couldn't he couldn't factor in a little more. But the finish like was a smart finish, and it played into the history of how they got there. How they, you yeah. know, they they were the mass superstars who, who cheated to win. I think it just didn't come across all the way well enough for the live crowd, especially for for like such a hot hot match they had going on that the finish felt like it kind of came out of nowhere or didn't crescendo well enough um, for the live crowd and a little bit, you know, watching it too because of because the crowd is part of the match, so it maybe didn't come off as strongly as they wanted to. Finish made sense. It just didn't hit all the way. Yeah, exactly. So, another great one. Another great one. Um, let's go here. Yeah, let's go here. Uh, Inner Circle defeats America's top team. Um, what you think of that match? It was just a fun little brawl. Yeah, I think that was honestly probably like if I had to pick, I think that was the weakest match of the night. I feel you. Yeah, but I mean, because there there was just a lot going on with that shit. Yeah, yeah. And what was it? Eight dudes going at it. Ten. A street fight. Ten. Yeah. Well, ten nine and Dan fight. Lambert. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. You know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And like, it's just hard to. It's sometimes it's hard to watch those because there's so much shit going on. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was surprised. I mean, no, yeah, I knew that ending was going to happen. That was a good one. Yeah, yeah. But uh, yeah, I'm glad that's. O- I hope that's over. I would hope so too. I would hope so too. Um, great tribute to Eddie Guerrero throughout the entire night. Yeah, big time. Um, you know the the uh, the three amigos from Penta, hell of a frog splash from uh, Ray Phoenix. The three not you know uh, three amigos kind of from Chris Jericho. Not the prettiest <laughs> three amigos. Um, and then the frog splash to get the one two three on Dan Lambert. Um, I feel like there was one more tribute that I'm trying to remember, and I can't remember. Um, it may come to me. Did you get to watch the buy-in? 
I did not. I did not either. But um, while I was watching the show, I remembered. For when I remembered that that was the date that Eddie passed. Oh shit! Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hence all the Eddie tributes. That was the day Eddie passed. But also, Vicky Guerrero was accompanying Nyla Rose to the ring. Mm-hmm. So I wonder, you know, I, I I wonder how the crowd acted uh, throughout that match. So I may have to go back. I'm gonna have to go back and watch that buy-in just to see that. Um, salute and rest in peace to the legend, the legendarious uh, Eddie Guerrero. Um. This match, I think this match that I'm that we're about to talk about is another reason why the Minneapolis street fight didn't hit as hard as it could. Yeah. Um, well, you know, it, it was the somewhat predictable nature along the side of, you know, Britt Baker and Ty Conti. And then also the plunder, but they got to use the plunder differently compared to the super click. Taking on Jurassic Express and Christian Cage, uh, Jurassic Express, Christian Cage coming away with the W. Talk to me, my guy. Talk to me, my guy. Yeah, so that was the uh, false kind of anywhere, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, see, like that's just—I feel like that's hard to do with with six dudes. Do you? Like, you got to have multiple refs out there. Yeah, they had three. False kind of anywhere. Well, okay, all right. Um, yeah, it, it, there was. That's another one that just had a lot going on. It did. <laughs> you know? Yeah. And I mean, like, two big matches like that in one card, it's going to take away from, like, one of those is going to take away from, from the another. Other. Yeah. Yeah. I was surprised to finish, honestly. Um. The, uh, well, you know, before we get to that, right, the logic to me of, you know, for one, I like the thumbtacks in Jungle Boy's mouth. Pause if need be. Yeah. That was a cool spot. And then into the double super kicks. The logic, though, of introducing thumbtack knee pads and then taking them off. What's the point? Like, it's a fight. Yeah. <laughs> what are we doing here? Are we fighting? You know what I'm saying? Um, definitely thought they had that match won with the, with the, the BTE trigger. With the spiked knee pads. Yeah. Um, what a time. Um, but yeah, you know, getting to the finish. When they teased it the first time, you know, in the middle of the ring and Jungle Boy didn't do it, I actually thought that was going to cost them the match. Mm-hmm, me too. Great, great fake there. I thought it was going to cost them the match. And I thought, I'm just so dead set on Christian turning on them. <laughs> yeah, it's gonna, it's gotta happen. You think it'll still happen? I, I think so. I mean, it'll put Jungle Boy over big time. Yeah, he's sure. already over. Yeah, but I think this will, this will put him over even bigger. That'd be a great feud. Yeah, with, with the veteran. Um, well, hell, we're gonna see the the tag team match on Rampage. Uh, Adam Cole and Bobby Fish taking on Lucha, not Lucha. Sorry, uh, Jurassic Express. <laughs> um, Lucha Express. Yeah, right. Uh well Luchasaurus yeah I think that's maybe that's where I got it, um but yeah great finish man Jungle Boy was like nah just nah I got it I got this dog and he went uh, there yeah 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 I like the subtlety of did you see their promo um this past Dynamite yes where Jungle Boy was like the scruff might be off my face he he shaved. <laughs> 
<laughs> he had the scruff at the pay per view. Got that evil out with the concerto. Shaved it all off. And then shaved and got that evil up out of him. Um, a nice touch. Nice touch there. Uh, the concerto to end it. Get that catharsis. And show that Jungle Boy got it in him. Yeah. He got he it in him. Um, not just the win, but the character development in that match was was great. Um, on both ends, you know, Jungle Boy had it in him. Um, and how the super click <laughs> provoked him to do so. <laughs> so, fun match. Fun, fun match. Uh, taking us to the main event. Dog, the number one story that AEW started from their inception. Finally paid off. Finally paid off. It's now complete. From the beginning of the intro video, the crowd was just ready. Ready, ready. Adam Page and the horse he rode in on. Talk to me about the match, bro. The only thing I could take away from this match, the only thing I could say about this match that kind of took away from it was like we knew what was going to happen. You that, know. that took away from a few? No, I mean, just a little bit. Mm. It was just like, when is it going to happen? Because like, we know it's going to happen. <laughs> uh-huh. And it was actually a pretty short match. It felt like a short match compared to the matches throughout the night. Really? I mean, it was only a couple minutes shorter than, like, I think it was right around 20 minutes. Okay. Yeah. It flew by for me in both watchings. Um, not that oh, it was yeah. just short, but it just a masterfully told story. Um the fucking, like, the only guy that ever could got a one-winged angel, you know, like, that was so tight. Well. It, was, it had to be Kenny Omega. I was going to say, yeah, the guy who does the one-winged angel. Yeah. Yeah. That makes sense to me. Yeah. No, that makes perfect. sense to me. No one's kicking out except the guy who does it. Yeah. Such a protected finisher. I really like that. Um, Yeah, man. What a, yeah. I don't think predictability takes it away from me. Uh, I know that that's a, that's a common gripe with a lot of fans. I don't think predictability is a bad thing. Like, if you're telling a cohesive story where there is really no other way to go about it. Like, imagine like imagine all of us going into it, right? And we knew Adam Page is going to win. What if he didn't win? <laughs> right? I don't think that, that wouldn't make it better just because it was a surprise aspect. No, no, not at all. We be over here like, yo, what the fuck? <laughs> Tony Khan, the fuck? Right? So, I don't necessarily, I, I've never been of that camp that predictability um, makes it worse. I mean, listen, some stories don't need the swerve, bro. Swerve, bro. True. Right? Tell the story and give us the catharsis of the match itself. I, I told a couple people, like, this match is going to be one of those reminders of why we watch pro wrestling. Oh, no, I totally was. You know? Um, yeah, that's 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 long-term storytelling. The the payoff was right. There was no other way to go about it. Um, all the way down to the Young Bucks, Matt Jackson giving the nod. That was that was pretty I'm surprised that that didn't get brought up on Wednesday. 
They didn't, did like, they? No. Yeah. It's going to have to be brought up eventually. You think so? I mean, that seemed like a like a big moment, kind of. Yeah. I feel that. Because Kenny did say he hadn't watched the full gear match yet, right? Yeah. Yeah. Interesting. I wanted to try to go back. I had to read the recap because I started Dynamite late, so I didn't get to actually see that. But in the recap I read, I saw that, yeah, Kenny said, uh, he said two things. One of them just got interesting to me now. The other one was interesting when I read it. That, for one, he hadn't watched the full gear match back yet. And two, when he told the elite to hold it down, Adam Cole was like, yeah. And Kenny was like, I was talking to the Bucks. Is is he not fucking with Adam Cole? (laughs) We're, listen... Stories (laughs) Stories <laughs> are about to get told, the, my guy. Seeds. Planting seeds, dog. Good planting of the seeds. Um, Because as we said, right, when Adam Cole debuted, it's one of those things where you have to kind of reestablish who Adam Cole is and was to those guys. But we all know Adam Cole's a fucking star. Oh, yeah. A star. Adam Hitman Cole. Adam H.B. Cole. (laughs) Came up with the the Bret Hart jacket and the Shawn Michaels blade job. Adam Cole is a star. I'm so glad he's over there now. (laughs) And it's, yeah. And it's a matter of time before the elite cracks. It's a matter of time. I think it started cracking on or on Saturday. Everybody lost. Everybody fucking lost, bro. Everybody lost. Yeah. Everybody lost. So, as far as, you know, the, the, the main event scene, I know Kenny Omega's going to take some time off. Um, I see Brian Danielson and Kenny Omega, two, at Revolution in February. We got to build to that rematch. Um, after... Adam Page defeats Brian Danielson probably in January or so. Uh, so Brian Danielson and Kenny Omega at Revolution. Um, I'm not sure who Adam Page takes on at Revolution, but he'll he'll continue his journey. Maybe that's the Adam Cole, Adam uh, Adam Cole Adam Page at Revolution. Ooh. Yeah, yeah, I just, yeah, right, Ooh, right. <laughs> and we're planting seeds now of dissent within the elite. Maybe as time goes on toward Revolution. Right, you see more and more seeds planted. Then you know, I see Brian Danielson defeating Kenny Omega. I see Adam Page defeating Adam Cole. Maybe Kenny looks at Adam like, "Yo, you can't even get it done." And then maybe Adam looks at Kenny like, "Hey, you can't even get it done. You You know the fuck I am? I'm Adam Cole, (laughs) baby." So, so many stories to be told. So many stories to be told. Keep an eye out on. The uh, the dissension of of the elite, and then where do the what do the bucks do? <laughs> where do the bucks go? Do they just split a buck each? Does Adam get Nick and Kenny get Matt? How does that, oh, <laughs> how does that shit. work? You know, bucks got to choose a side too. So yeah, yeah, yeah. This is gonna Adam Cole versus Kenny Omega at Too double fire. or nothing. Quit playing with me. Sign me the fuck up. Sign me the fuck up. <laughs> ASAP. 
Yeah, man. AEW Full Gear was a hell of a show. Yeah. Hell of a show. We must push great. forward. We must push forward, though. WWE Survivor Series 2021. The battle for brand supremacy. Before we break down each match, Big Ren, what are your thoughts, man, of uh, Survivor Series on paper overall, the bill, the etc.? Uh, I forgot it was coming up. <laughs> uh, yeah, me too. I think they did too. Um, yeah, wow, what a so complete so 180. Rushed. Well, and it shouldn't feel rushed because what was the last pay per view? Uh, shit. Extreme uh, rules. Blood money. No, blood money. Yeah. So it's been like four weeks, three, four weeks. Yeah. Like, they haven't done fuck about it. They had time. I watched, I read the recap. I read a recap for Raw this past Monday, and it said the go home show for Survivor Series. I said, zoop, 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 zoop. What? What? <laughs> I pulled up the Googles, and it was like, yeah, dog, Survivor Series is this Sunday. Like, where you been at? And I was like, oh, and I texted you. I was like, dog. I, I was literally laughing when I texted, like, dog. Survivor Series is this Sunday. Um,. I think wow. I just found out that that out too that same day, and I was like, "Fuck, yeah, man! All right, <laughs> yeah." I, it, uh, 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 it's like they forgot. They forgot about one of the biggest pay per views they have, and they did a little to build toward it. You know, this past Monday, a little bit. Um, you know, this will drop before SmackDown does, so I imagine there'll be a little bit more build there. They finally remembered they have two world champions who are going to fight in six days, and they made it more of a personal issue. Um, they announced men's Survivor Series teams and then let Bobby Lashley murk out two of the guys and then just let... Yeah. Like, the the it, it none of it makes sense. Because, no, no, you know what? We'll wait. We'll wait till we get to that match. The, the Raw 5-on-5. Because the logic there, it doesn't make sense. Um, remind remind me in case I forget. But let's start here. So we have uh, what six matches announced? Um, four of the uh, title versus champion versus champion matches, and then the two five on five matches. Um, I literally only have one match chosen. Well, I haven't picked shit. Yeah, I got one match <laughs> chosen. So we're gonna figure our way out through this one uh, together. The Intercontinental Champion versus the United States Champion. We've got the United States Champion Damian Priest taking on the Intercontinental Champion Shinsuke Nakamura. How long has Shinsuke had this fucking title for? Um, I don't know. It's been a few months. Okay, okay I was about to say, like, I feel like they don't like have intercontinental title matches anymore. I got yeah. that was even the belt. So I'll say this, and this is why I remember this. So he won the Intercontinental Championship match in Tulsa, Oklahoma. Um a few months back. They were in Tulsa, Oklahoma. And the reason I remember that so specifically is because the last time he won the Intercontinental Championship, I was there in Tulsa, Oklahoma. <laughs> Fuck. Yeah, it was like one of the last SmackDowns before COVID hit. So I do remember where he was. I just don't remember. Oh, he beat Apollo Crews. I was going to say, I don't remember who he beat. 
Uh, he beat Apollo Crews. <laughs> um, Apollo took from Big E, didn't he? Yes, he did. Yes, he yeah. did. Um, what do you think of this match on paper? There hasn't been any kind of real build for it, but what do you think about it? I think it'll be a, I think it'll be a pretty cool match. Honestly, a couple different types of styles between mm-hmm. these guys. Yeah, well, actually, man. both kind of like the same style. Honestly, just one's bigger than the other. They they. The styles are similar, similar as fuck, I feel like. They're both rock stars. But, yeah. like, Shinsuke is truly, like, Japanese rock star influenced by uh, Michael Jackson, Freddie Mercury. Damien Priest is, like, Mexican rock star, but he was definitely influenced by, like, white dudes. Hot topic. Out the ass, yeah. 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 Uh, um, <laughs> this could be fun. This actually could be really fun. A lot of heavy striking. It's like it's like if these guys weren't champions, they could be a tag team. Yeah, hundred percent. They could dead ass be a tag. They could That'd be, be a, good a tag team. It'd be kind of an interesting tag team, wouldn't it? Yeah. Huh? With 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 Boogs playing them down the aisle. Yeah. Somehow that whole triumvirate just kind of works for me. Huh. Interesting. Okay. How uh, how you see this going? Uh, I'm going to go ahead and say uh, David Priest is going to take this. He's he's riding pretty high still. Yeah. And Shinsuke's been there for a while. And, I mean, I know that doesn't have shit to do with it, but give it to the newer guy. Up him up, Keep him on the rise just a little bit. I feel that. Um, they've been showing a more fearsome, intense side of Damian Priest lately. Um, of all people, it took T-Bar to bring it out of him. Uh, fucking T-Bar. T- <laughs> fucking T-Bar <laughs> to bring it out of Damian Priest. Um, this could be a low-key sleeper. I haven't been the biggest Damian Priest fan. I've been very vocal about that. But this is actually, I think, could be a low-key sleeper. Um, I'm going to go with Damian Priest, too, by sheer virtue of the fact that they're trying to show more in Damian Priest. I think he still has some cachet from the whole Bad Bunny match at WrestleMania. And I think most of the world forgot that Damian, or sorry, that Shinsuke Nakamura was an Intercontinental Champion. Yeah, I did. Um, And somehow Boogs is almost the more interesting aspect of that duo. Maybe more so because of Pat McAfee and how much he enjoys yeah. <laughs> enjoys Boogs. But, uh, yeah, I go with Priest, man. The newer talent, the newer cha- – well, he's not even the newer champion. He's, he's had the championship longer. But the guy they seem to have put a little bit more in, at least at the moment. I'm going to go with uh, Damian Priest in a, in, a, in a nice, fun, low-key slapper. I'm with it. Yeah. Um, this match is going to be a lot more fun than I initially realized until right now. The Raw Tag Team Champions, RK Bro, taking on the SmackDown Tag Team Champions, the Usos. Now, you know I'm a mark for the Usos. I'm down yeah. for anything they do. But RK Bro, mad entertaining. Yeah. <laughs> mad entertaining. Talk to me, man. How you see this going? Talk to me. I'm trying to think too because like I'm trying to keep in mind the numbers because that's what it's all about with the Survivor Series shit. Gotcha. 
You know what I mean? Well, if, so we got one on the raw side. Didn't uh, I don't know if it was last year or the year before. Didn't I? Uh, maybe it was Smack. I think SmackDown didn't they like like run the table against Raw half ass? Like yeah, they, they fucked it was them six up and zero. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Go ahead. Uh, <laughs> yeah, no, this is gonna be real fun. I mean, you got you said you got RK Bro. They're they're fucking hilarious. Yeah, like. Randy Orton, seeing him do this type of shit, I love it. Yeah. Because it's completely different, and the Usos are just hard as fuck, you already know. Right. But, gotta pick one, don't we? Gotta pick one. I'm gonna go with RK-Bro on this one. Mm, okay, talk to me. And the only, the only reason I think I'm gonna go with RK-Bro is because of Matt Riddle. You think you're just gonna snap off and make motherfuckers remember that he used to fight MMA? Yeah, <laughs> I feel it I exactly, feel it. and like, and and I mean, dude says they could lose because like they're still going to be on TV every Friday with Roman Reigns. True, true. Maybe that's a reason why they can't lose. True, because they got to deal with the Tribal Chief afterwards. That'll just make it more interesting though if they lose. I feel that. I feel that. I feel that. <laughs> Fuck, we gotta go home to bro. Right, right, right. <laughs> big oose. <laughs> we gotta go home to big oose. Um, I feel like we're seeing bits of dissension. Now, there's always some dissension with RK, bro, right? All the time. Yeah. But uh, I believe on this past Raw, Randy Orton was a little uh, a little peeved, a little perturbed. Yeah. At uh, Matt Riddle getting involved in certain business. Um, I like I. I'll give him this. This is that's an interesting little layer that Randall's like. Listen, man, I fucks with you. I fucks with this tag title reign. But I don't like these niggas out here, dog. You want to yeah. be friends with everybody? I y'all got y'all got similar catchphrases. Yeah, I know you. Lo- I know you want to smoke. Ah, ah, I'm not with it. It's like I mean, it's like uh, Hangman and Omega. Yeah. Yeah. You know. Well, yeah, true. Yeah. Hangman had. Ta- when they were tag team. Yep. Hangman had conflictions with everybody, but he was still down for, for Kenny. Yeah. Randy Orton doesn't exactly see. Well, he might see him as more of a friend now, but he might see him just being a little too friendly to where if and when they actually lose the championships, I, that RKO is coming it's from out of nowhere. Right there. <laughs> right there. <laughs> it's right there. This is a Mania match, isn't it? Oh, it's got to be. Yeah. We got to see this at Mania. Riddle and Orton. Yeah. That'll be fun. That'll be really yeah, fun. Be real fun. Hell yeah. Um, To keep sowing those seeds of dissension, I'm going to go with the Usos. Spice it up. I Indeed. I'm going to take the Usos. Uh, They're going to get pushed to the test, but the natural tag team chemistry. Of the Usos, um, and the fact do you know the natural tag team chemistry of the Usro, the Usos, the 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 <laughs> the always perpetual hijinks of RK bro, and the fact that the Usos man, if they lose, they got to go see Big Us, and if they do lose, it's not exactly a loss that they can avenge, because when they do lose, no. they got to go avenge some shit. So. Yeah, I'm going to stick with the Usos, man. But this will be fun. This will be fun. This one's going to be really fun. 
the Raw Women's Champion, Becky oh. Lynch, taking on the SmackDown Women's Champion, Charlotte Flair. Big time spicy. Becky's got to beat her ass, right? <laughs> Becky's got to beat the fuck out of her, tell right? Me, tell me more. Tell me more. I mean, just the way she disrespected her. <laughs> like, we nah, talking We talking no kayfabe? We talking kayfabe beat her ass or what? Dude, I don't even know right now. <laughs> <laughs> this might be a legit fight. I feel you. Yeah. I guess it's going to be a fight. But, like, no, like, this might be an actual ass whooping. <laughs> <laughs> It'll be a little tense. Like, there's going to be some hard shots being thrown for sure. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This will be reminiscent in a different way. Remember when Charlotte Flair fought Ronda Rousey? Yeah. Originally, that was supposed to be Ronda Rousey and Becky Lynch. But, of course, the whole right hand from Nia Jax, which negligent but also launched Becky Lynch into the stratosphere yes. um to where that match had to turn into Becky sorry had to turn to Ronda versus Charlotte and we saw how wild that match was do you think it'll go that kind of wild how do you I think it will yeah physicality yeah I, th- I think a lot of people are looking forward to this match like I feel like I feel like, I mean, I haven't talked to too many people about this pay-per-view because everybody forgot about the shit that's coming up. True enough. But, I mean, I feel like people aren't even like, worried about the elimination match. It's like, we're in this right. shit for Biggie and Reigns and Becky and Charlotte. I feel that. I feel that. There's so much more intrigue with this match. Are you picking Becky Lynch, by the way? Hell yeah, dog. Yeah. She's going to beat the fuck out of her. <laughs> There's so much intrigue with this match because of what just happened and so that's the fun of wrestling right now that like we took that story right and ran with it they had the huge discrepancy backstage right but 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 what like let's who like let's just say who cares if it's real or not the idea that we're even like wondering how real it is. They're doing a good fucking job. Doing a great fucking job. Right? Because that discrepancy backstage, let's say the discrepancy happened, right? Yeah. It could have been as something as quick as, <laughs> yo, you know you wilded out back there. Yeah, I know, my bad. Right? And then it got blown up into this thing. Or what if there was no discrepancy ever? What if they text each other like, yo, I'm about to tweet this, right? The, the I'm fuck you up. <laughs> yeah, right? That's what wrestling is in 2021, being able to blend those lines and use your other you know, resources to do so. Uh, Becky Lynch just did an interview where she was talking about how Charlotte is hard to work with. Charlotte is an asshole. I, heard, I mean, I heard a lot of people say that. Yeah, right? But and after the whole shit on SmackDown, I was like, a lot of them didn't want to work with her. Yeah, but it all adds to the allure, right? We don't know these people, and we know that they but don't know them. Or half we, those fucking people, or over half those fucking people that say they don't want to work with her, they never even fucking had a chance to really work with her, though. So. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So, 
Big, big time intrigue on this match. This one, I don't know, man. I don't know. Because if it is real, or even if it's not real, I could totally see a bullshit double count out, double DQ. I was thinking that same thing, honestly. Just It'd be the, the safest way to keep them both like top, like their attitudes kind of in check for TV. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Both to save face. I, mm, this is tough. I'm gonna go with Becky Lynch. I don't know why. I don't know why. She gonna beat the fuck out of her. That's why. <laughs> <laughs> right. Like if this was a real thing then maybe the punishment is to go lose to Becky Lynch, right? If it is real, if it's not real, maybe you give Charlotte the win just because, like, that would just be heat, 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 heat. Heat, 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 heat. <laughs> right. So, that's tough, dog. I don't know. I'm going to go with Becky Lynch. I'm not convinced, but uh, th- this one's going to be fun. This dare I say it, this might be the one I'm looking forward to most. I love anything the Tribal Chief does. And they're building up serious Big E. But this has so much intrigue around what's real and what isn't real. That yeah. uh yeah, yeah, a lot of the a lot of smart marks like us are uh, gonna be watching with our with our third eye open. Smart marks. Smart marks. Um pushing forward, man. The women's five-on-five Survivor Series match. Team Raw, Bianca Belair, Liv Morgan, Carmella, Rhea Ripley, and Queen Zelina. Taking on Team SmackDown, Sasha Banks, Shotzi, Shayna Baszler, Natalya, and Aaliyah. Woo! Uh, Talk to me. (laughs) You said a lot just there. Yeah. Oh man, mm. the women's division over there is just—it's—it's it's lacking yeah. big time. Yeah. Well, here's my question: You got one. Well, here's my two questions: You got one half of the women's tag team champions. Where's Nikki yeah. Ash? Get her shit right. You know what I'm saying? And on top of that, you know who we haven't seen in a long time. Naomi. Well, no, we've seen Naomi. She's got a story going on SmackDown. Okay. Which, you know what? We've we've been talking about the month-to-month storytelling of WWE. I got to commend them because they got a long time, long-term story going with, with RK-Bro. But also, when Naomi finally snaps and joins the bloodline, this been in the making. Yeah. Because she going to snap and join the bloodline. So I got to commend them on the story they're telling because we've been talking about for a minute. She got to join the bloodline. That's her husband. They're not doing it the yeah. way I envisioned. But like, so? <laughs> this is dope. <laughs> this is dope. So when she finally joins, that'll be kind of interesting. Um, But no, you know who we haven't seen in a long time? Ooh. Oscar. Oh shit. Where the flip is Oscar? It 
What brand is she even on? I think she's on Raw. I don't think we've seen her. I don't think we've seen. Who does she defend? She yeah, she lost the title to Rhea Ripley, right? Yeah, yeah. I don't think we've seen her since. And maybe she was in. Was she? Was there like a triple threat? Charlotte, Oscar, and Rhea Ripley. Was that a thing? Uh, shit, I can't remember. I feel like that was a thing, but we haven't seen her since the springtime. But Raw's already filled out, though. Yeah. Oh, just wondering. Just wondering out loud. Yeah, I mean, they, they, I mean, they can still swerve, but... Just wondering out loud. Um, but, yeah. How do you, uh, how you see this going? I'm going to go with Team Raw on this. Yeah? Talk to me. They've got, they've got just a couple more heavy hitters. Because SmackDown, really, all they've, they've got Sasha and Shayna. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like that's really it, isn't it? Well, that's tough. You going Team Raw? I'm gonna go with Team Raw. This is this is this is pretty tough. Um, Bianca Belair clearly the captain of Team Raw. Sasha Banks clearly the captain of SmackDown. We never really saw the end of their feud, but Sasha Banks is kind of babyface now via Shotzi turning on Sasha Banks. Um, but we still have to see them collide, right? We still got to see them collide yeah. and give some kind of blow off there. This is tough because I'm looking at this lineup here. There is less dissension on Team Raw. Yeah, Liv Morgan is uh, trying to battle Becky Lynch. Carmella and Queen Zelina are on the same squad, but they're also battling Rhea Ripley um, and, and Nikki A.S.H. as if they're going to set up a tag title match there. Bianca Belair has some smoke with Dewdrop. Um, but on the Raw Fuck, side... I forgot about that. Yeah, right? But I said on the Raw side, but on the SmackDown side, we got Sasha Banks and Shotzi, who clearly won't be able to get along, right? Mm-hmm. We've got Shayna Baszler, who is reinvigorated, not only via... Uh, murking out Nia Jax and Eva Marie. She wrote, she, she murked them out of the company. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) So reinvigorated on SmackDown, back violent again. Natalia, who is the veteran presence, uh, who somehow makes it on these teams. And a great spotlight for Aaliyah, who really didn't get a lot of shine during NXT, being with the Robert Stone brand. But getting a guy, getting a really, really good look on SmackDown. Um, got <laughs> got a uh, Tony Storm up out of there. A sapsually goodness. Hmm. Filthy. Big filthy. How do I see this going? You know, at first I was thinking Team SmackDown because you know I figured Dewdrop would cost Bianca Belair. The whole Queen Zelina Carmella thing costing Rhea Ripley, Liv Morgan just out there on her own. Uh, but we got Sasha Banks and Shotzi. They got a thing going. Shayna Baszler. This is tough. This is really tough. Does Shayna walk out because she ain't the true captain? Does Shotzi cost Sasha mm. Banks? Does Aaliyah get a fluke win because she's just, you know, she's the rookie trying to get a name? Mm. 
I really don't know. So, let's go with Team Rob. Don't sound too too sure of yourself there, bud. Not in the slightest. (laughs) Not in the slightest. Um, I think Aaliyah gets a nice look but gets eliminated early. I think Sasha... Well, let me look at his team here. Besides Aaliyah, Sasha Banks is the only babyface on the team. So she may have to deal with some of that. Some of that energy. Bianca Belair and Liv Morgan are babyfaces. And Liv Morgan is building a name to fight Becky Lynch. And Bianca Belair is Bianca Belair. I'm going to go with Team Raw. Yeah. I'm a little more confident than I was. But I'm going to go with Team Raw. Um, we're going to have a lot of shenanigans on the SmackDown side. That's uh, what I'm thinking. Yeah. Taking us to the men's 5-on-5 Survivor Series match. We've got Team Raw, Finn Balor, Seth Rollins, Austin Theory, Kevin Owens, and the big man, my man, the almighty, Bobby Lashley. Taking on Team SmackDown, Drew McIntyre, King Woods, Jeff Hardy, Happy Corbin, and one TBD. So, first, who do you think the TBD is? Who's going to be announced? Uh, fucking Goldberg. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> no, I don't... I... That I'm was funny. Think, I, can't, I can't think of anybody, though. <laughs> Fucking Goldberg. I'm caught between either Cesaro or Sheamus. Okay. Or, oh, fuck. What was Walter? Ooh. That'd be a hell of a way to debut. Like, that would that would definitely change my pick. <laughs> Warren, I see where you're going. Um... <laughs> Why, why, for some reason, I just don't see Walter in a WWE ring. You remember how they treated him at Survivor Series a couple years back? Yeah. Poorly. Yeah, big time. I don't know if I see, like, that roster trying to deal with them big-ass chops. You know? I don't know. That's interesting, though. Well, the, the Raw side is so fucking stacked. Yeah. So stacked, dude. Compared to the SmackDown side, fuck. I mean, like, si- I mean, size-wise. Well, not even really size-wise, but I just think the Raw side is... Uh, I just feel like it's more veterans over there mm. than it is on the SmackDown side. Yeah. And I don't know. I just feel like the Raw side is way more serious. A lot of heels over there. The only baby face yeah. is Finn Balor, who hasn't won a thing since returning to Raw slash SmackDown. He has. They hate that fucking dude. He's lost everything, hasn't he? They, they hate him. Yeesh. Yeesh. Um, that was my problem with, with Team Raw um, and how this shit doesn't make sense. Like, you announce all of these guys just randomly on Twitter. Right. And then 
you make Dominic fight for it because he was the only one who wasn't a former world champion. And then Lashley murks him, and then you take Ray out, and you throw in Austin Theory, who has never been a world champion. So, like, what are we talking about here? Adam Pierce apparently just joins the Raw side. I guess he's just evil and just joined Raw, even though he's been presiding over Raw and SmackDown for the last X amount of months. Like, none of this makes sense. <laughs> you Evil know? Adam. Yeah. Where's Edge? Oh, fuck. Where's Edge? He, he got drafted to Raw, didn't he? Yeah. Yeah. I don't know, man. Hell. I don't know. Have they mentioned Austin Theory and Seth Rollins' previous relationship? I know he just joined Raw. Maybe it's too soon to mention it. I don't think so. Yeah, I doubt it. Um, this is this is tough. I'm going with Raw. I'm gonna go with SmackDown. Okay. Um, one to split to split the you know five on fives, but also ah, that's tough though because you got Seth Rollins who's angling for a match against Big E. You got Kevin Owens angling for a match against Big E. You got Bobby Lashley, who's fucking Bobby Lashley. Austin Theory, who's definitely looking to make a name for himself. And then you got Finn Balor, the only babyface. I think they just found a new set of abs in Austin Theory. And they were like, man, fuck Finn Balor's old-ass abs. <laughs> What's he, like 37? Them old-ass abs, right? Crusty-ass abs. Crusty-ass yeah, abs. Better wipe them abs off. <laughs> Put some vitamin E on them crusty ass crusty abs. Ass. It's November, dog. You better take care of them crusty ass. That's versus Jeff Hardy, who can take a loss and still be Jeff Hardy. Happy Corbin. Happy Corbin. Um, Cesaro, Seamus, Walter, whoever it is. Um, but the two wild cards are King Woods, who you know is in the middle of a, a, a mini program with Roman Reigns and Drew McIntyre, who is Drew McIntyre. Yeah. Um, I could see this coming down to Bobby Lashley and Drew McIntyre, and Drew finally getting that last definitive victory over Bobby Lashley. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> um. I imagine maybe we see a little bit of interaction between King Woods and Finn Balor, considering King Woods beat beat Finn Balor for it. Did you see King Woods' uh, proposal for the stakes? Uh-uh. Really, really dope idea. Um, he put it on, I think, his Instagram, I want to say. Maybe TikTok. I don't know. I'm 33. But he uh, he put it out there. He said, there should be stakes tied to this match. He says, the losers of this match should have a five-way elimination match to determine who gets slots one through five at the Royal Rumble. That's a real good idea. That's a really good idea. And then the winners fight for 26 through 30 in the Rumble. Which is... I like that. That's a dope-ass idea. All hail. All hail, King Woods. Yeah, no, like, um, why hasn't that been thought of before? Why hasn't it actually been done? Yeah, yeah, 
It's a simple idea, but it's fucking great. And it's such a great idea, it'll never fucking happen. (laughs) 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 Makes too much sense. This brand supremacy thing, on the surface, yeah, it's cool. But, like, yeah, we just did a draft. Nobody really cares what shows are on. And they forgot Survivor Series was a thing until four days ago. So, hell. Hell. Yeah, I'm going with SmackDown to spice it up. Um... It should be fun. I'm a sucker for these kind of matches. I like elimination matches. Oh, yeah. Um, I like tournaments. I like those kind of things. Tournaments don't draw well, but I like them. Taking us to what I believe to be the main event. The WWE champion, Big E Langston. Big E, don't call me Langston, but please call me Langston. Taking on the Universal Champion. Roman Reigns, the big dog, the tribal chief, the head of the table. He's not really the big dog anymore. Didn't mean to disrespect. Uh, how do you see this going? Uh, Biggie's great and all. Yeah. <laughs> but I think uh, it ain't his day. It ain't his day. It ain't his He's day. Gonna He's going to look big good. Yeah. Big time good. It ain't his day. No. Tribal Chief ain't losing the match until 2022. At least. He hasn't been pinned in like 700 days is the stat. Um, He lost via DQ to King Woods. But uh, he's going to handle that. He's going to handle that pretty soon. This will be fun, though. This will be really good. Yeah, it'll be a banger. Yeah, Serious Big E who's pissed off that the Usos are getting involved on Raw. Pissed off that they murking out his homeboys on SmackDown. <laughs> so he's coming for a fight. He's coming for a fight. We never, uh, you know, did we get this? No, no, we we did get the six man tag on Raw. Uh, the Bloodline versus the New Day in the in the Bloodline one. But I'd like I wouldn't mind seeing that, you know, full fledged on on pay per view. I'm not sure. Well, clearly we won't see it considering the brand split. But um, yeah, no, this will be really really fun. Biggie and Roman Reigns, um, booked well to make Biggie look well. Um, the finish, I, I imagine, will have some kind of uh, shenanigans attached to it. But no, this will be great. This will be great. Where did Brock Lesnar say he was getting front row t- seats for? Was it SmackDown? I think it was SmackDown. I think it is SmackDown, okay. isn't it? I mean, since he's suspended, right? I'll still buy a ticket to that motherfucker, though. True, I got the bread. <laughs> I got the bread. <laughs> where do you think I? We've already asked it once, but where do you think we see that match? Rumble. Think so? Yeah. Think so? Well, no, 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 no. I think Lesnar will be in the Rumble. Mm, okay. Yeah. And win it? I think. I think we'll see that. Yeah, I think we'll see that shit at Mania. Interesting. Interesting. I don't know, man. Cause I that could. Yeah, I don't know. Um, I mean, he's been advertised for the Rumble, but I know, I mean, asterisk, subject to change, right. subject to change. True, but. true, true. I'm caught between, you know, of course, Roman Reigns and Brock Lesnar, the trilogy at Mania, right? I'm caught between that. But I'm caught between Roman Reigns and Drew McIntyre. Yeah. And I'm caught between Brock Lesnar and Bobby Lashley. True. So... Couple maybe you know, maybe Lesnar is in the rumble. Maybe Bobby eliminates him. Ooh. Yeah, 
Or maybe Brock eliminates him and yeah, Bobby like, Lashley yeah. costs him the match later to where he can't face Roman. And then we finally get that match Bobby Lashley's been waiting for. I don't know. That's tough. That is tough. They've got some money matches there. The big money match, of course, is Roman Reigns and Brock Lesnar. But, like, hell. Hell. Hell, buzz. <laughs> True enough, man. We got Survivor Series 2021 coming up this Sunday. Um, you know, we forgot, but they did too. But uh, as far as I understand it, I'll be able to watch this one live. Uh, will you? Yes. And as we know it too, we've been saying this for such a long time. WWE does not put on bad pay-per-views. Since the no. pandemic era started, like they've been doing great pay-per-view work. It's just hard to care about the work leading up to it. Um, so, hey. And fall time is a bit of a downtime as far as great storylines go anyway. Um, but, yeah, we'll see how this goes, man. I'll be watching with bated breath. Uh, no stakes. No stakes attached um, to my old NSYNC fans. But uh, any last words? Survivor Series 2021. It should be interesting. <laughs> there it is. Yep. It should be interesting. <laughs> Hell, this is the last. This is the last pay per view of the year. It better be interesting. Yeah, they're not doing a December pay per view. They're doing uh, WWE Day One, which I believe is on January first, right? Yes, it is. It's so, Saturday. They swear they boxing. Damn, we gotta. I plan, swear we gotta plan that out. Okay. <laughs> Word. That just that just let me know. Huh? Our December may. Well, we have to talk about December. But hey, um, either way. Survivor Series 2021, as well as our full gear recap. This was a good show, dog. Was. Real good show. I feel like I wasn't very talkative, but I'm fucking, I'm all congested and shit. It's all good, man. We a team. Yeah, yeah. We a, we a team. Yeah, we, I'll got be, it, we got it done. I'll be Max Castor. You be Anthony Bones. Yeah, I'm I don't know who those dudes are, but yeah, hell yeah. They're, they're, the, <laughs> they're, the, they're the acclaimed on AEW. Oh, shit. Yeah, okay. It's all good. Should I cut that part out, or should I just... We don't get. We can be honest. Yeah, yeah, we'll be honest. Big man, love that I can reach you on the social media, is my guy. You got it, amigo. Y'all can find me on TikTok, Twitter, and Instagram at a motherfucker a underscore m a a f h u c k a. You can also find me on Snapchat at moffed up three sixteen m a a f f h h d u p three one six. Check it the fuck. Out. And check me the fuck out on Twitter and the instant grams at Juvie Desayuno. That's J U V I D E S A Y U N O. Check out the show page. Me and Big Ran on the show page on Twitter. On the instant grams at the hard camera. Live coverage, live witticisms, whatnot, here to forth, etc., and things of that nature. But above all else, you're listening to us on a variety of different platforms. Some are listening on Spotify, some are listening on Anchor. Some are listening on Google Podcasts, and some are listening on Breaker. Some are listening on Radio Public. Wherever you're listening, heartwarming content, heart-building content, content who clearly has to be the acclaimed next week for next week's show, content that will hopefully help us pay our bills. But in the meantime... I am your guy, Juve. I'm here with my tag team partner, Big Ren, the legendary. And together, we currently are Owen Hart and Yokozuna. 
We'll be back next week with the recap of Survivor Series. But until next time, we will see y'all next time. Adios, amigos. (sighs) Salute.